0: Good morning, and welcome to Over Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study, 7 a.m. Eastern Big Book Study. My name is Amy G, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Maryland. Today's date is Tuesday, February 11th, 2020, and today we are reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We are in the chapter, Working with Others, the beginning of the chapter, the second paragraph on page 89, Life will take on new meeting, focusing on that one paragraph. Today's readers are, thank you so much for your service, Renee A., Nancy P., Arini M. And the reference numbers for yesterday, Monday, February 10th, is the 7 a.m. meeting, 14,097. That's 14,097. And for the 10 a.m. meeting, 10 a.m. Eastern meeting, 14,098 1, 4, 0, 9, 8. So that's 14097 and 14098. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. To read the 12 steps. Go ahead, Phyllis.
1: Thank you, um, Amy. This is Phyllis D. from Central Illinois, and um, these are the 12 steps. We admitted, one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made it its decision to turn our will and our lives praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for asking me to read.
0: Thank you, Phyllis. And guess what? I'm going to ask Phyllis (laughs) to read the 12 traditions. Go ahead, Phyllis, and thank you so
1: much. Hi, everybody. It's Phyllis from Central Illinois, compulsive eater, the 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. The at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And with that, thank you for asking me to serve, and I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Phyllis. Okay, how our meeting works? Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. If you go over, you'll hear me say time. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only, please. Everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today we resume our study in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the chapter, Working with Others. We are on page 89 on the second paragraph, focusing on that one paragraph. And today I'm going to go ahead and ask Renee A. to get us started. Go ahead, Renee.
2: Okay. Life will take on new meaning. To watch people recover, To see them help others, to watch loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, to have a host of friends. This is an experience you must not miss. We know you will not want to miss it. Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives. So, my name is Renee A, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Wow, what a great paragraph. I love this so much. Um, i As I was thinking about this, you know, oftentimes I think about my life in uh, you know kind of before program and after program. Um, it was just thinking about the contrast. Um, today, between today and when I was in my disease. You know, my disease is a consummate liar. It lies to me all the time. And, you know, my disease uh, told me that doing whatever I wanted and eating whatever I wanted and, um, you know, just having basically having an undisciplined life was the way to happiness and fulfillment. And, uh, you know, I... um, experienced over a period of, you know, decades, my life just imploding uh, until it was about the size of a bakery box. And, um, you know, instead of me having a fellowship, grow up about me, I was um, isolated in my home, uh, not wanting to talk to other people and um, lived a meaningless life that was basically focused on me. And the thing is, you know, when my purpose is to satisfy me, I I can't ever do that because I'm never satisfied. This disease um, is like a black hole. It doesn't matter what I throw into it. uh, Nothing will ever uh, satisfy and so, you know, my life basically didn't have meaning and purpose. Uh, you know, after program, uh, you guys in this big book told me the truth. You told me that, you know, this work was hard, but um, that it would lead me to a new life with my higher power. And, um, you know, and that I that I would have a purpose and a meaning to my life. And, um, you know, I... I it, the The meaning and purpose in my life today is so clear to me um you know this book tells me that um that you know I'm here to help other people that selfishness and self centeredness is my problem, and um I have to be rid of that and part of the way I'm rid of that is to serve other people and again we're we're uniquely. Gifted with the opportunity to serve other compulsive overeaters in a way that nobody else can. And so I I love life today, um, and it does have meaning and purpose, and that's because it's focused outside of me on something bigger and more transcendent. Um, It's huge today, and uh, I have dear, dear friends in this program who. who I love and adore. And so I, I you know, I'm just I'm really grateful today for the purpose and the meaning in my life. And um, you know, it's this program that gave that to me. And with that I'll pass, Amy.
0: Thank you so much, Renee, for getting us started. Okay, well we would love to hear from you, especially if we haven't been on the line for a couple of days.
3: Who would like Nancy to share P? on what was Katie
4: right? G from Boston
3: Nancy
0: Tina, P. M from Nancy, Pennsylvania. KDG, Nancy, Nancy M, T. Nancy G. Nancy T. I've got Arini. All right, so I've got Nancy T. Katie G. Arini M. Who else? Tina I think that was M. Nancy P. Oh, it was. Nancy it's P.
5: actually both Nancys. Nancy P. and
0: Nancy oh. T.
6: Oh.
0: All right, got it. Tina right, F. It. Tina
3: F. Carmella G.
6: Carmella
0: G. Dana right. M. Dana M or Yes. Okay, Dana. Right. So we'll we'll stop there. Sorry if I missed you. We can get you in the next round. Nancy P, Katie G, Arini M, Nancy T Tina S, Carmela G Dana M. So that's Nancy P as in Paul. Go ahead, you're up.
7: Hi, thanks for letting me share, Nancy P. from West Newton, Massachusetts. Well, step 12 is the jewel in the crown. Um, without my higher power, I had nothing. I was completely, entirely, and utterly hopeless. And those words, completely, entirely, and utterly, they mention that in the beginning, some in the doctor's opinion and in the immediate chapters thereafter. But starting in the doctor's opinion, and for the next, you know, 60 pages, I learned that my life depends on two things, surrender, work with others, and everything in between those two is really just the path that connects them. It's like an equation, surrender plus working with others equals recovery. So I'm recovering my relationship with my higher power that exists in in every man, woman, and child, just like it says in the book, and my connection with my higher power is even more than that. The book promises me in this exact paragraph that the real-time expression of all the things I ever wanted in life are within reach but I only get these things from working with others. That's why abstinence for me is not the most valuable thing to me. My relationship with my higher power is. And my life has taken on new meaning, especially through meditation, even though I'm not very good at it. And I, I have to say that my loneliness has vanished. And loneliness and just feeling like I was out in the cold and shivering. And, and now I, have a, I do have a host of friends and a fellowship that, You know, they're my homies, and they've sprung up around me. So it's exactly right that frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot in my life. Both of those things are what my life is made up of every day. And feeling these things coursing through me from this relationship with my higher power is my own personal, you know, great tide at flood. There's no boundary or membrane between me and my higher power. I'm connected, finally, in step 12. It's the whole point of the book. I need that connection to work with others. And working with others strengthens my connection to my higher power. Um, You know, my sponsor is what I would call focused. We went through the steps and when we were done, she says, I should sponsor. You know, I was nervous. I thought I might make a mistake or I wouldn't be perfect. But the next day somebody called me and told me that she'd been told by my sponsor that I was available to sponsor. <laughs> my sponsor <laughs> kicked me kicked me out of the nest and forced me to learn to grow. Again, ugh. I do the same thing to my sponsees. The day we finish, I cut them loose and I tell them they have to sponsor. Um, I lost a job I had had only for 5 weeks. So I called my sponsor. That was I thought that was a sponsory thing, right? Her job is to work with others. He has a prime opportunity. I'm another, and she her job is to work with me. And so I tell her what happened, and what I got was exactly this response. That's too bad. How many people are you working with? There were no – she didn't waste her time saying, oh, poor Nancy. That's so bad. That's so sad. Because the relationship that my higher power, she knew. All pain – I've said many time that, times that all pain is equal. Because it all leads to the refrigerator. Break a nail or, God forbid, lose a child. Therefore, for me, it follows that the answer is always the same and works equally well for everybody, for every situation, starting with me and all my problems. Clean house, trust higher power, and help others. My sponsor's response was exactly right for me. Step 12 is the answer, no matter what. I trust the book, and it allows me to continue to work with others, which in turn allows me to work step 12. And with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you so much, Nancy P. Katie G., you're up.
4: Good Amy. It's Katie G. Recovered in Boston. and um, Yeah, you know, I mean, I never had a primary purpose. I always wanted one. I wanted to be a dancer or a singer. I wanted to sing, right? And um, because of the 12 steps, I have a primary purpose today, which is to stay clean and help others. You know, I'm not a lone wolf anymore, and I never, used, I never knew how to have relationships. If you were in my life, I, I, I brought you into my body, I ate you like food, and then I threw you up if you had no use for me. I have to tell you, frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is a bright spot of my life. I am surrounded by women who hold my hand and tell me, remind me, how to get back to God and remind me that for these 24 hours the grace of God and mercy if I choose to press in I can do it with God I've never had that frequent contact regular consistent I go to regular meetings regularly if you are if you're here early at this meeting and I don't say this to show off because there are a lot of us that do but I take my seat before 7 a.m. why because I need to go to regular meetings regularly I need to not be anonymous in this anonymous fellowship I need to be known not because I'm a great person but because I don't want to fall out and i want to be known by others because if i you know if i stop showing up at a meeting uh, you know what's going to happen if i'm on if i'm on the edge and i don't mean like i'm not saying i need to be the center of this meeting what i'm saying is i want to be a consistent member in good standing of overears anonymous somebody that i that can be relied on and yes working with my sponsees, it is such a privilege and it is also I can't even articulate what it has been like over the years to have women who know me better than my own mother, who, have, who pray for me, who pray with me, who say to me, you know, let, let's let pray together. You know, I, had, I, I have regular phone calls where we are just like, you know what, this is, this is hard. Life is lifing all over ourselves. Let's pray And then let's go help someone because that's the solution, right? We do the work. We trust God. We clean house because if I'm not cleaning house, I got nothing to give to my sponsees. And then I help others. I get text messages. I get prayers. I get filled up. And what's different for me today is I don't want to hold you hostage. I want to say to you, how can I pray for you? How can I be of service? I don't need you to do anything for me. But trudge with me alongside me and let's try and get to God for another day. So if you are missing out on this, call us. Be part of us. Welcome. Join in. This is this is the this is where it's at without a pass.
0: Thank you. K G, Irini M, it's your turn. Please go ahead.
8: Thank you, Amy, for your service. Good morning, my spiritual brothers and sisters. My name is Idini M., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, God. Always giving credit where credit is due. Yep, that's right. God does for me what I could never do for myself. And there is so much joy in my life today. Why? Because my life has meaning and purpose. To pass the gift that was so freely given to me... I now have the honor and the privilege to pass it on to others, and to witness God's work—not mine, but God's work—how they are recovering, how they become recovered, and then to then they too pass that gift from God, just as long as they're in spiritual fit condition. So always giving credit where credit is due, I'm just a channel, a vessel, a bridge for God and my sponsees. I am not responsible for my sponsees' recovery. It just happens by the grace of God that they are placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected, just as I have been. But I am responsible to carry the message, and not only responsible, but a pleasure And the more I give, the more I receive. It keeps me humble to remember where I came from, to see their transformation from isolation to connection, from chaos to serenity, to witness families reunite as mine have. Wow. I'm I'm always in awe. After all these years, I'm still in awe. To witness their path as once was my path to be joined by the light of the Spirit and trudge the road of happy destiny with my sponsees and my fellows. You know, it gives us so much hope by living these spiritual principles. It is the bright spot of my life because it is centered in what? In love and in the light of the Spirit. Thank you, God, where once we were useless, we are now useful. You know, we know in you freedom and in you happiness because our whole attitude and outlook on life has changed from self-centered to God-centered, from hatred and anger to love and forgiveness. You know, it's a beautiful experience in a loving relationship between God, ourselves, and others that we must never miss. Thank you, God, always giving credit where credit is due. Thank you, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Irini. Nancy T, as in Tom, go ahead, it's your turn. Thank
5: you so much. Good morning, Amy, and all my fellow visionaries. Grateful to be recovered today. You know, I want to focus on the first sentence and the last sentence of this paragraph. Life will take on new meaning. Holy cow. You know, there's uh, having, Step 12 tells us having had a spiritual awakening. Um, so that's what's happened. I'm awake spiritually now. So my life has new meaning. No longer am I focused on me and what I can do for me. But today my focus is on what can I do for God and my fellows. Complete turnaround. Complete opposite um, scenario. It has an amazing meaning. I just shared with a friend, how amazing my quiet time was this morning, and how I feel the presence of God near me. That's not from anything I did. You know, I keep putting one foot in front of the other and asking what his will is for me. And more often than not, it's to help somebody else. The biggest bright spot in my life what it says in the last sentence is frequent contact with new newcomers I need to be carrying this message I have passion recovery has changed my life as it just said in the first sentence it's taken on new meaning so um, I, I have to share that with people I can't keep it all in sight um, and you know it says on page 14 Uh, Bill tells us if an alcoholic failed to perfect and enlarge his spiritual life and then tells us how through work and self-sacrifice for others Um, so you know there's lots of ways that I can be of service today but the the common theme that is highlighted in this big book the service that is highlighted most is working with others it talks about it several times in fact um, other than step one that gets four whole chapters, step 12 is the second. It gets a whole chapter all to itself. It's important. I have to do it. I have many sponsees who say they're afraid to sponsor. And I always quote um, Kim G when they say that I'd be afraid not to sponsor because that, uh, what I just read from page 14, and just a sentence or two after that, it says if we fail to do that, we're going to drink, and if we drink, we're going to die. So if I don't do the work prescribed in this chapter and the other chapters, I'm going to die in the food, and I don't want to die in the food today. I am loving life. My life has taken on new meaning. And the best way that I can perfect and enlarge my spiritual life today is to take another person through the pages of this big book that brought me to that place. I I've just... Yeah, I can't say any more. It's just an amazing experience, and it really is one you're not going to want to miss. So um, just do it. Just do it. Grab on to a sponsee and, and take them through the pages of these books. Thank you so much.
9: I'll pass with that.
0: Thank you, Nancy T. Tina, you're up.
9: Thanks so much, Amy. Tina S., Recovered Compulsive Eater, Anorexic in Florida. Wow. Great shares this morning. Grateful to be on the line. And, you know, I also love this paragraph. Life will take on a new meaning. You know, the um, theme of the 12 step in the AA 12 and 12 is the joy of living. You know, and that's what, that's the opportunity I get once I get here, you know, but you know, of course there's work to be done. There are 11 steps prior that I really have to do. And and when I read these paragraphs here in step 12, from the time I first started in recovery, it says to watch people recover, to see them help others, to um, Watch Loneliness Vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, to have a host of friends. No, that's not something I came here for, let me just tell you. And I didn't come here to watch you recover. I came here so the shit would quit happening for me, you know. And by the time I get to 12, you know, the total transformation of my behaviors and my attitudes, I embrace this paragraph, you know. Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives. Who'd have thought? But that is the truth today. You know, I am energized when I get on the meeting in the morning. I am energized when I go to a face-to-face meeting. I'm energized when I hang out with people in recovery. You know, that's what happens. You know, that's the transformation that comes about. You know, the loneliness loneliness does vanish, you know, and and I'm sure you won't want to miss it because I didn't want to miss it. You know, and 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 I loved what was talked about again. You know, if I fail to enlarge my spiritual life through work and self sacrifice for others, I will surely drink. And for me to drink will be, or to eat would be to surely die. Whether it be physically, but probably just spiritually. And and I love that that is uppermost in my mind. You know, sometimes that's the only motivation I got. If I don't do this, I'm not gonna keep it. And it but that's not most times today. You know, most times today I want to do this stuff. And um and, and this is some great stuff, so I want to listen to more. Thanks for letting me share I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Tina. Carmela G you're up Thank you so much, Jamie, for your service.
3: This is Carmela G great post mobile eatery covered for today Um, life will take on new meaning Uh, when I was in disease my life was um, get ahead do things strive be successful when I entered program the reason I entered program was to lose weight but the bottom line is today Almost seven years of this wonderful program has taught me that yes, my abstinence is important and I need it to have clarity of my mind and allow the message of my higher power in. But the greatest joy is when I work with others, when I get a call from others, and the other piece is, it's not just my sponsees and fellows in program. It's people, period. If I'm in this wonderful city of New York with all its insanity going on, and I see someone in need, and I'm on public transportation, and I can to help, that also fills me with joy. And when I was in disease, I was into self. I wouldn't even notice that anyone else needed help because I was poor meing so much that I couldn't get out of myself. But this program and Step 12, maximum service to God and to our fellows every single day, And the gifts that I receive in return are just insurmountable. And it's not monetary gifts. It's gifts that you cannot put a dollar sign on it. It's just the fullness, the fullness. So you don't need to fill that hole with unnecessary food or things that you want to fulfill your life. Because out of program, I made a host of fair-weather friends. In program, I have true connections through my higher power and extending that hand. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Carmela. Dana M., it is your turn. Please go ahead.
10: Thank you very much for letting me share. Um, This part of the big book uh, really spoke to my heart. Uh, It's so easy for me to forget like others have shared when you're recovered, that my life used to be so empty seeking joy like so many say in bakery boxes and cellophane wrappers. Um, I'm no social butterfly and I think that has a lot to do with a childhood and an adulthood a uh, large part of my adulthood of being bullied about my weight. I was very, very overweight throughout my life. And uh, hey, now that I'm 47 and in the rooms, I am surrounded by people who are just like me. I mean, we have one thing in common, at least. Uh it gives me a lot of practice in terms of principles over personalities. And if I seek my higher power on a daily basis. I think the kicker for me and what I need constant reminding of is that I truly am never alone. If I'm even on a deserted desert, I always have my higher power. And if I intentionally seek him on a daily basis, If I intentionally seek my higher power on a daily basis, it's that much easier to connect and feel safe with my higher power. Kind of like some people say, you know, if you're paying your insurance, (laughs) it's easier to quote unquote collect when something beyond breaking a nail um, ultimately happens in your life. And we all have some scary stuff that happens in our life that we could really use our higher powers For assistance. Uh, I heard it shared uh, just recently that I went to food for freedom but it made me a slave and that really resonated Mm. with me because program is really really shining a light towards my freedom like an onion it keeps peeling and peeling peeling the layers away and the dimmer switch is getting lighter and lighter and lighter I mean How much more joyful could that possibly be? And I think a big key to it is in, frankly, getting over myself so I can do my higher power's will instead of mine. Mine kind of stinks. And uh, love and help as many of his kids the best way I know how. Just recently, you know, I found myself opening a door for a person at work that was taking a really long time. I didn't used to have that much patience that I would hold a door open to an entrance for somebody who was that far away. But that was just a small, seemingly silly example of how I am evolving with time, helping my higher powers kids in profound and not so profound ways. Thanks so much for letting me share. Thank you so much,
0: Dana. Okay, just a friendly reminder, we're on page 89 in the chapter Working With Others on the second paragraph. Who else would like to share what was right?
11: Kelly F.
0: Lisa, Lisa, Lisa,
11: Lisa J. R.
0: F. All right, I got Kelly F. And Paula J. R. Paula. B. I got Naomi B. Lisa C. P. Lisa Pete B. All right, Kelly asked Paula, Naomi B. I think that, did I hear a Lisa in there? Lisa J.R.?
12: Yes, ma'am, no, Lisa J.R. All right,
0: gotcha.
6: Melissa
13: C.? Melissa
1: C. All right, Melissa let's go P.
13: with
14: that.
0: Um, who was that? Melissa P.? Okay, Melissa P, I think I can get to you. Let's see how it goes, all right? But hold on. I got Kelly S, Paula, Naomi, Lisa, Pete B, Melissa C, and Melissa P. Okay. Kelly, go ahead, please. Thanks,
11: Amy, for your service. It's Kelly uh E Y S, recovered compulsive Oklahoma. Over- I say that every time. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, and bulimic in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So Really want to share on these promises of this 12 step here because I never thought my life would take on new meaning. Um, I know you guys kind of know about my story a little bit. So I've been around these rooms for three decades, pretty much new. Um, it was never going to happen for me. And um, like other people had shared, I just, you know, like, what was the point of life? What was the point of this suffering, my suffering? You know? And today, I have found out what it was, you know, because you guys reintroduced me to this big book, introduced me to it a way I never understood that their instructions actually laid out and that I had to work them if I wanted these promises. And that was the part I was missing all these years. So I finally did that. And I started, my life started changing, right? I was working these steps. I did exactly what I was told. And then all these promises started happening. And then I got to start sharing this. And I love that you know, too, about I'm afraid not to sponsor, I'm afraid not to give it away, and for the first time, I've known a lot of people, you know, I was Miss OA here, self-appointed, of course, and um, I've known a lot of people in my years, I've never really had the friends that I have today, and for the first time, I understand why these words are written in the we concept, because, you know, first of all, I've had to do this program, then I should say, now I get to do it, now I really want to do this program, I cannot imagine not having these instructions in this big book, not having you guys, not having my higher power. So today people will will call me and they're always asking me, you know, what's different, you know, what's different? And and I'm just like, you know, I followed the instructions. Today I get to be hope, but I feel like what is my purpose? To give those constant relapsers, people like me who've been around for years who thought it wasn't going to happen, hope. It really does work, you guys. You just have to do the work. And guess what? My disease was work. Yes, this is a lot. And yes, it says trudge this road. We're not skipping it. We're not strolling it. We're trudging it. But it is so worth it. You know, life is happening. Today I'm learning to do life on God's terms. And I wouldn't want to miss it. I just, this is a life beyond my wildest dreams. And I can't even, I can't even imagine it. But today I get to give hope. And I always remember when Bill's story, because I'm going to tell you guys, I have times where life gets too much. And I get into self-pity and resentment, and and those things do crop up, like it says. And in Bill's story, he says he would have that happen, and what would he do every time? He'd go work with others. When self-pity and depression came up, he would work with others, and every time. When we get out of self, when I get out of self, because the Big Book says that is the root of my problem, and so what is the solution? Getting out of self and going to my higher power and getting with other people gets me out of myself and gets me closer to God. I'm so grateful, wrapping up, that today I'm following these instructions, and I do have a story of hope that I pass on.
0: Thank you so much, Kelly.
13: Paula, you're up. No Paula? Paula, Paula?
0: Paula, press star one, unmute. Maybe I didn't hear it, Paula. That could clearly be the problem. All right, Naomi, go ahead. Naomi B., you're up, please.
15: Hi, I'm here. Can you hear me okay?
0: Oh, here you- I
15: hear you. Okay, thank you, Amy. Thank you, dear, for your service. Good morning, family. This is Naomi B., a grateful recovery compulsive over ear. I was uh, sitting here listening to this marvelous story, um, uh, meeting <clears throat> and these beautiful shares. I was thinking, Wow. What a transformation that God performed in my life because see you you see growing up, um the I, I was judged by my size, which was always fat and um uh, they, they put my mental capacity in that respect also that because I was fat I was stupid. Yes, this is a mentality I was brought up with and from both children and adults. And coming into this meeting and evolving over the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years or so, into someone that was a little better educated, with a diploma and a degree. It's like you know, maybe I'm not as stupid as what they said they was. Then coming into this meeting, and I too can say my my best friends were, um, you know, the Doritos and the and the, and the Philly food, absolutely. And the, forget the the bakery boxes. No, no, I went the other way with the carbs, the heavy carbs. But what a life I have today. And I don't have to go any further working my program through my higher power and this amazing program than in my own home. My husband poses these challenges to me that, like, okay, okay, and that's the way he is, and that's the way he's wired, and acceptance is the answer to all my problems, and life doesn't stop. I mean, when, when family members die or husbands co- husband collapsed or accidents or this or that, I stay grounded with my higher power, and it's never, ever the food. The food is never the solution. As far as sponsoring, it is a gift. And thankfully, I was told when I first started a sponsor that my sponsor's recovery is not contingent on me. Because I'm the type of person, I'm going to fix you. But then if you're not fixed, I self-internalize. No, that's not the way. I'm the guide. Take them through the book. And it's between, their recovery is contended on their higher power, not mine. And it's just amazing. Just I mean, holy crap, I'm 72 years young, and I feel like I'm in my 40s, better than my 40s or 50s. And I, I wait and see what God has for me tomorrow. Thank you for allowing me share. And I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Naila V Lisa J.R., you're up.
12: Top of the morning to you, Amy G. This is Lisa J.R. Good morning, everybody. Gratefully recovered in Baltimore. Um, oh, boy. This is just such a happy, happy paragraph that we're reading this morning. Um, but life for me wasn't real happy for a long time in the food Um, And it got worse and worse. And I, as time progressed and my disease progressed, and I lived most of um, eh, probably a good 20 years in the promises of the disease, those good old bedevilments on page 52. Um, So these 12-step promises are so um, true. They're so real. I would have never believed it until I started to really work um, the program. And so, you know, I think of Dr. Bob and I think of, of sponsoring and how um, how, what a blessing it is, what a gift it is. When I become altruistic, when I lose my selfishness and um, I think of the people very much like Bill did, you know, I wonder who as he's laying in the bed and he said, surely there must be others that want this, you know, what what I have that I can give it to and I start thinking but a really miraculous thing happens it's such a kind of symbiotic thing that occurs um when you give you get and um and I think of the um on page 181 Dr. Bob you know giving it um giving it away why because it's a sense of duty it's a pleasure um you're you're passing on what was given to you freely and in doing so you get this great thing. You get this insurance against a possible slip, And that's because when we're working with others, we're keeping it green. We're keeping it fresh. If I don't work with somebody, I'm going to forget what this disease did to me because I'm going to be able to identify in with my sponsees. It's it's easy to forget how bad it was. And I need to work with others um, for myself, for my sanity, and because it, again, is such a pleasure, and I'm so grateful to be on this road of uh, trudging this road with you guys. Have a good day, everyone.
0: Thank you so much, Lisa, J.R., Pete, P, you are up.
16: Thank you, moderator. Uh, Pete B., compulsive overeater, recovered today by God's grace and mercy, and I'm in Pennsylvania. And yeah, I mean, like, like, uh, like what's been shared, I really like this paragraph, I I think, you know, as I look at it, because he comes to become such like a word nerd, you know, it's his frequent, uh, frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives. And, you know, I think that's a stretch, right? I, I mean, it's, it's definitely a bright spot of my life, right? But I always, I want to remember what it said early on in the book, right? Early on in the book, it says that a much more important demonstration of these principles lies before us in our homes, our occupations, and our affairs, right? And I do, like, I have a primary purpose today. My primary purpose is to be of maximum service to God and to my fellows. That's what my primary purpose is. And, like, what I have to remember that in my, you know, it's way, you know. I want to. I want to assess my value based upon how popular I am in the fellowship, right? How many friends I have, how many likes I get, how many text messages I get after I share, right? I, I, just to see how well I'm liked, right? And then the book doesn't say that. Book says that a more important demonstration of these principles lies before us in our homes, occupations, and affairs. I believe that when at the at the end. I will not be judged on how popular and how well and how, and how functional I was in a fellowship. I'll be, I'll be judged on how, you know, was I a good husband, right? Did I have the relationship that, most importantly, did I have the relationship that's necessary to sustain my life with the God of my understanding, right? Am I a good husband, my good father, my good son, my good brother? Am I, good, am I a good employee, Right? All of those things, if a much more important demonstration of our principles lies before us on homes, occupations, and affairs, all of those things are more important than whether or not I'm a member or participating in the fellowship. Right? So it means I have to take care of those needs first and then tend to the needs of the fellowship. Right? I, I mean, another compulsive overeater, another alcoholic, they are always going to take second place to my responsibilities in my home, my responsibilities with my job because that's what I believe, that's what the book says is the important thing. And that's what I believe how my creator would have it. But their needs will always be a priority. And I believe that's the proper function of this fellowship, right? Remember that says the the book says that the fellowship is a substitute for liquor, for liquor or food, right? But food's not my problem. Selfishness, self-centeredness, self-seeking, delusional thoughts that's my problem and the solution is by growing and developing and having this relationship with the god of my understanding and being exactly what that creator would have me be in all of my affairs and with that i'll pass
0: thank you pete melissa c you're up melissa c press star one hi yeah.
6: Can you hear me? I can. Please go ahead. Okay, thanks. That Melissa Hammer recovered compulsive overeater in New York, and whoa, now I'm like, now I'm thinking, 'Cause I heard something that just rocked my, rocked my uh, thoughts. But um, that's good. That's why I'm here. Um, you know, for me, this this has become a huge part of who I am, how I identify myself, and. You know, I think like, I think about um, there's artwork that's created by garbage. You know, like people take trash and they turn it into beautiful artwork. And that's sort of what I think has occurred here. You know, my pain has actually. Melissa,
0: we lost you. Melissa, see, you were there. Are you back?
6: Hi. Oh. I'm I'm back no. again, right?
0: Yep, you're back okay, now. Okay, sorry. Go ahead.
6: Um, okay. Yeah. So this is where, like, I I feel like God took the, the garbage, right, the trash, and and created a work of art with it, something beautiful from my pain. And you know, before um, my the things that happened to me, you know, whether I was morbidly obese, right, or sadness and loss, those were my excuses. Those were the reasons why I couldn't be the best me. Those were my reasons why I ate. But, you know, yeah, all pain is equal. So I broke a nail and I ate too. You know, I, I lost my dad and I ate. Whatever it was, I ate. It always led back to the food. And so my point is, is that now my experience, my pain, is no longer my excuse. It's my credentials. It's what allows me to help other people. And, you know, the fellowship is not my God, but you all showed me how to get there. And, um, and I used to be in a room filled with people. I come from a huge family, and I would feel alone. I would feel separate and, and apart, different. And now I, this has morphed into all areas of my life. I go into rooms. And I feel a part of whether I know a soul there or not. And I, I believe it's because we have our marching orders. And, um, and this is my purpose. It is my bright spot. It is what I love doing. Um, thanks. With that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Melissa C. All right, Melissa P., please go ahead.
6: Good morning.
14: Thank you so much for your service this morning. Good morning, my friends. Melissa P. from Buffalo. Uh, yeah, the bright spot. You know, I, I have, a like a lot of us, a very emotionally draining job. And uh, every day I would go home and binge on my way home. You know, instead of going to the bar to uh, nod off of it on my way home, I'd go through a drive-thru and numb out before I went home and was you know, selfishness and rage around my family, who, you know, the irony was that I couldn't wait to get home to. Um, And working with others, you know, that's a gift more than I could ever gift um, to someone else. Because now, every day at 3 o'clock, as I'm walking out of school, my phone rings. And it's one of my sponsees, who then I get to take... All my selfishness, all my self-seeking, any of that yuck that had piled up or stepped on during the day, I set that aside, and I get busy in helping someone else. The Melissa's pity party gets to stop, and I get to help someone else. And, And what's beautiful to me is the growth that I have, that I'm not walking out of school anymore with this built up. In me, Instead, I feel a joy in my heart, this excitement, this wondering what they've been up to. How is their day going? What are we going to talk about today? You know, how can I be of service to them? Then I get to talk to my sponsor, who's sane, you know, who doesn't co-sign any of my bull crap. She tells me. We talk about things. She helps me. And then I get to go home and be a sane, abstinent woman in my family. That's a gift that's a gift every day. The more that I show up for people, God shows up in my life, you know, and it, it doesn't cost a thing except putting other people before us. And and just like Pete had said, everywhere I go, you know, I've heard it, the holding doors or the paying for coffee behind someone, showing up in this world as someone that God would have me be. That's what this is about. The more I think about what I can offer the world, the less I'm wondering what the world can offer for me. Have a great day, everyone.
0: That wow. Well, thank you, Melissa. we got everybody in and have time for one more. So who would like to take us out today? Okay. I'm sorry, who was that?
13: Jason Kay.
0: Jason Kay. All right, Jason, rock and roll.
13: Hey, good morning. This is Jason Kay, Recovered pulse Eater in Belima. And, you know, this book gave us four pages, 84 to 88, to describe the practices of Steps 10 and 11. And then it devotes a whole chapter to uh, working with others, and it goes on to, you know, a few more chapters. But to me, that says this is this very, very important stuff. And we're given this power. We're given this responsibility. Um, we're, we're, we're given this uh, mission of sort to carry a message. Uh, you know, it's almost as if we're given the power to raise people from the dead. Uh, we're given this uh, almost like a superpower. And, of course, we're just the channel for this, we're the channel for our, our higher power to work through us, and we share this experience with others. And, um, um, yeah, this is the bright spot. And, and, and I can look at any paragraph in the book and use it as an inventory, and I can say, is this the bright spot of my life? Am I getting what Bill got out of working with newcomers? And, you know, and maybe I need to call a few more people, but I'm always, always, always at least bringing one person actively through, uh, through the steps and getting them onto their fifth step, doing their amends, getting them established in 10 and 11, getting them out to sponsor. Uh, And it's such a great, wonderful, meaningful, meaningful, powerful uh, practice. And and some of the best sponsees calls that I get that just totally, totally uh, tickle me and I say I'll be available for day or night is when a sponsee calls me and says, I'm having a trouble with my sponsee and they're asking, asking for advice. I just love knowing that I've sponsored somebody and they're bringing the message on to somebody else. So this is just a vital, vital um, step. And, and we're told again and again, nothing so much ensures immunity as, it, uh, as this intensive work with others. And in the, in the early days, I started sponsoring after just two or three months and uh, a few people came to me and there were just some days when, uh, man, it was just hard and things were, you know, funky, I, I was still working out some stuff, and, and i get a call from a sponsee, and it, it gives us the power to move on and to go on and, and to do this, because, you know, I can lose the weight, I can get in shape, I can stop throwing up in the toilet, and I can have a great life, but if I just do that for myself, it, it's meaningless, there's no real power in that, you know, the God's power really, really turns on for me when I start to focus on other people, how can I be of service? You know, there's this metaphor of a dimmer switch of feeling God's power and and, and that spiritual awakening. And for me, when I say, instead of I'm trying to make God work for me and trying to get what I want out of life, if I say, how can I be of service today? How can I be useful to you, God? Boy, that dimmer switch starts inching up and that light starts to shine really, really bright. This is a very, very important chapter. Um, A lot of power here, a lot of meaning. um, And with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you so much, Jason Kay. And on that note, we are going to wrap things up. I'd like to thank everyone who shared. And thanks again to our readers uh, who participated and Irini standing in the back, you know, there waiting as a backup. And Phyllis, B filling in. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study, a great awesome hour of study, immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Tuesday, February 11th, is 14103. That's 14103. We will now close with a reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Nancy P., if you could read that, that would be great.
7: Sure. This is Nancy P. from West Newton, Massachusetts. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit and you will surely meet some of you some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.
0: Thank you so much, Nancy P for your service.